I, I never really, and this is, you know, I never got into virtual workouts. It just wasn't a thing for me. It, um, it didn't bring that sense of community. Um, so I think finding someone who we could walk in person or even just text to say, I'm up hitting, hitting the weights, like some, uh, an accountability partner, maybe. So finding somebody who shares a similar goal might be helpful. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotchis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. Today, we are introducing our new health transformation audit episodes, where we're going to bring one of our community members on live for a 15-minute experience to guide you on your journey to find your art of living well. And we're really going to dig in and help you identify what's holding you back from your ideal health and wellness journey. Maybe it's a roadblock or a bump in the road, and we're going to analyze the situation with you. And then you're going to walk away with a tip to implement at the end of the episode or an action step. And, um, We know that, you know, if one person has a particular issue, oftentimes many other people have it as well. So we can all learn from each other. And, you know, we, we, we share a lot on our regular podcast episodes, tips and strategies from ourselves and our guests, but we want to help create a more personal experience for you and let you feel what it's like to just have an opportunity to talk and share those roadblocks. And we're going to come up with some strategies that you can immediately implement into your life and help you along on that journey. So if this is something that you're interested in, we would love to have you um, on our show for this 15 minute experience. Grab a cup of tea, get cozy um, to listen to the episode or even better, come be a community member on the episode. Again, Email us at theartoflivingwellpodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to chat with you. So if this sounds like something that is of interest to you, shoot us the email. Again, that's theartoflivingwellpodcast at gmail.com. And we look forward to um, spending some time with you. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Thrive Chiropractic. I was first introduced to Thrive Chiropractic over five years ago for kinesiology-based food sensitivity testing. I was so amazed by this non-invasive and inexpensive technique that I took my son to have testing done, which confirmed some of his food sensitivities. Both my son and I now have regular tune-ups, and even my leery husband has felt the immense benefits from receiving chiropractic care, including cupping. With over 25 years of clinical experience, the doctors at Thrive Chiropractic, located in Minnetonka, Minnesota, combine their passion for wellness with a strong expertise in effective treatment approaches. When you first come to Thrive Chiropractic, 
The doctors are focused on helping you feel better as soon as possible, and they recognize that one type of treatment or technique does not work for everyone. Your comprehensive exam, personal goals, and individual concerns help the doctors tailor your custom treatment plan for maximum results. Thrive Chiropractic's integrative approach offers holistic and effective healthcare with a full spectrum of complementary products and services, including acupuncture, massage, food sensitivity testing, CBD, and premium supplements. As a special offer, Thrive Chiropractic would like to invite listeners of our podcast to experience the gift of health with a $25 new patient visit, which includes the initial consultation, a comprehensive exam, any necessary x-rays, and first adjustments. Simply visit the website at www.thrivechiromn.com or call 952-746-5612 and reference the Arts of Living Well podcast. When you're seeking effective, non-invasive treatment approaches to support your health goals, let Thrive Chiropractic be your partner in wellness. Call or book online today. Today, we are introducing our new health program, the Health Transformation Audit, and we are here with our community member, Kim. And Kim, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be the first. (laughs) So we have a question for you. We are wondering that if we were having a conversation six months from now, and everything had gone according to your ideal journey for your mental and your physical health. Can you paint like that picture for us? What would that look like for you? I absolutely can. So I imagine waking up early in the morning, the same as I normally do, and I would go for a walk and I would be outside in nature getting fresh air. And then I would go on with my day with my family, go to work, do all the things. Um, and feed them a healthy meal and then have something for myself that fuels me in a way that I really want to be fueled and then sleep a perfect night's rest of like seven or eight hours, eight ideally, and then wake up the next morning and do it again and have some sense of consistency in my days and in my routine and something that I can commit to every single day. You you have a a beautiful vision for exactly what you want your life to look like. And that's wonderful for you and your family. So thinking about that six months from now, you know, kind of come back till today, present moment. What is it that is holding you back from having that, that perfect day? So I, I struggle with consistency. Uh, no two days are alike. Um, from my kids' schedules to my work schedule and what I'm doing, um, just the demands of the day change. Um, they change week by week, day by day. Um, on weekends, sometimes I'm home, sometimes I'm away for tournaments and kids' swim meets and all of that. So it's, it's um, my lifestyle is very inconsistent for the consistency that I want to have just from a health standpoint. So it's hard to sort of get into a rhythm and keep things up. So for instance, I love group fitness. Like group fitness is cool for me. Like I love being with other people. I need that for motivation. Um, It's something that I would do every single day, except for it gets sacrificed if like I have a really busy day at work and I'm like, you know what? I can't get to that class this morning or 
whatever it is. So it's like kind of the first thing to go, even though I know it's like actually really beneficial to do. So I think finding, finding consistency in my day, despite the other things being inconsistent is kind of my biggest struggle that, and I have, I do have one more thing. It's also that, um, I have two kids, nine and 12 years old. They're super athletic. They are in swimming competitively. They swim almost every day. And one of them is also in soccer practicing three times, uh, three times a week. And so they'll go, you know, and be doing like really intense exercise for like two or three hours and they're nine and 12 year old boys. So they need so much food, so many carbs, so many calories, so much fat, so much protein. Like they need a ton of stuff. I do not. So when I cook dinner every night, I'm a little bit like, I mean, I need to cook for them because they need so much, but I also like, I don't necessarily want to, or have time to cook a completely separate thing for me. So I think there's two things for me. It's the consistency and it's like cooking for all the people in our home, including me, a 42 year old woman. So I think those issues are issues that everyone can relate to, first of all. And I would say, you know, what are, what would be like, if you were thinking about, let's talk about the consistency issue first. If you were thinking about what would, what could you do to make your day more like that perfect day that you talked about at the beginning of the episode where you talked about your sleep and your walk in nature and your healthy food? Like, what is something that you could do to make that happen for yourself? I think it's figuring out how to include a lot of those things early in the morning before everybody else wakes up. So I naturally already wake up you know, 90 minutes to two hours before everyone else in the house. And so I have that time and I'm not using it for my own wellness. I'm using it to catch up on some work or like get those emails out or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm making some coffee and getting to work because it's also, you know, that's when I'm the best. I love mornings. And so that's when my, you know, my brain is a little bit more clear for work. So I'm sort of I'm using it for that as well. And I think that um, perhaps I could start to either split it up or add more wellness things into my morning. It almost sounds like to me that you could incorporate protected time in your morning and you you would have to determine what that would look like. But if you said to my yourself, you know, I'm getting up at 6 a.m. from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., this is him time. And I am going to take my walk and I'm going to, you know, prepare some food. I'm going to make sure I'm getting my good sleep and I'm going to block that out in my calendar. It is going to say Kim protected time. I'm going to put a note on my cell phone. I'm going to put a note on my computer that do not open until 8 a.m. or, you know, whatever time works for you and, and really try and give yourself some time that's for you. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good. And I think you know, I can, I can find that I kind of already have it. I think it's just, you know, being consistent with it and choosing what happens in that and being a little bit more intentional with that time. So Kim, has there been a time in the past, you maybe in the last few years where you have been consistent with your morning routine and you've gotten to those group fitness classes in the morning? Cause you mentioned that that feels really good and the energy just, um, 
those classes help energize you and probably has a ripple effect through the rest of the day. Yes. Um, Pre-pandemic, I was at group fitness classes at 5.30 or 5.45 almost every morning consistently. It was, you know, sign up in advance. Like you get charged if you don't show up. So there's incentive to go. And, you know, it's a place that I was able to build community. It was some place that I enjoyed even at 5.30 in the morning with like droopy eyes seeing gym friends. And it was like a different community than, you know, I had on a day-to-day basis. And so I do like that was consistent. And that was, I would say I was doing that for about four years um, before the pandemic hit. And then it was just, you know, it just fell off from there. My body changed, my mindset changed. I don't know. I mean, obviously I think a lot of people have gone through a lot of changes, whether it's, you know, going from working in an office to working from home or just all the things have sort of, you know, been uprooted a little bit. And I think that was one thing that I lost that um, I miss. And so I think that was a consistent time. And I don't, I don't know if I could even start that again. I don't, I don't know if I could like do those intense workouts at 5.45 in the morning anymore. I'm not sure that my body is agreeable to that anymore, even though it was, you know, a few years ago. So and it's almost yeah. like you you need to do a little bit of like digging in for yourself to figure out, okay, I, I'm going to have this protected time. How do I want to use it? Maybe maybe you don't want to do the group fitness anymore. Maybe, you know, you're missing that sense of community and maybe you want to make a walk with a friend instead in the morning and get the community in another way. And so I think figuring out for yourself what feels good to you now, because it probably is different than it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like I haven't really thought much about that community element of what was missing. And like, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that hard workout anymore. But like, you're right. Maybe just like getting a friend on the phone, be like 6.30 a.m. We're going to meet outside and walk. And, you know, what, what type of workouts do you like to do now? So for a lot of people, workouts have shifted over the last couple of years, just like you mentioned, because of the pandemic. And you're really listening to your body now and more in tune with what your body needs, like, and it's not those hard workouts. So you mentioned going on a walk and I know you live in Minnesota, so that's not going to be feasible all months out of the year, but what would be your ideal workout or a couple different types of workouts that you could realistically see yourself doing in that time frame before your family wakes up in the morning? So I love strength training. Strength training is even hard strength training, even like heavy weights. So strength training. And I know that, you know, in my forties, like this is when we start seeing some bone loss and I just need my muscles to be strong to get me, to keep me upright for as long as possible. So it's, um, strength training and I love doing it. And so, you know, whether it's, I have a gym in my home, like I have a little space carved out that I could go to. So I, I do think strength training is one thing that I should incorporate, you know, and you're right, Minnesota, I think this weather lately has been incredibly hard. March and April are just very hard months to get out, even though it's not colder than the winter, somehow it feels colder. It's like harder to force myself out. I don't know, like, tell me if I'm wrong, but that's, it's been hard. So yeah, I think, I, I can, I can figure it out. I also, um, have really enjoyed, I started going to orange theory 
And I like the rowing bit. That's a weird thing, but we also have a rower at home. So I think it's just committing to doing the things. It sounds like what you're saying is a little bit of that external accountability helps you stay accountable and consistent, which was the first thing you mentioned, which was like the big, you know, issue, if you will. So what else could you do to hold yourself or to help? What other resources or support within your community could you rely on to help with that accountability? I love the idea of finding a person who I could do this with, whether it's we wake up in the morning and text each other what we're doing, literally just going on FaceTime while we're in our home gyms. Um, you know, I, I never really, and this is, you know, I never got into virtual workouts. It just wasn't a thing for me. It, um, it didn't bring that sense of community. Um, so I think finding someone who we could walk in person or even just text to say, I'm up, hitting, hitting the weights, like some, uh, an accountability partner, maybe. So finding somebody who shares a similar goal might be helpful. And I feel like a lot of people feel the way you feel. So I bet if you did a little searching, you could probably find that pretty easily would be my guess. So maybe, you know, looking for some action steps for you, maybe taking a step back, looking at your calendar, really seeing how can I protect my time? What, what works for me actually taking the steps to protect the time, even if it's giving yourself reminder notes or whatever you need to do so that you follow through and protect your time. And then taking it a step further and finding out what do I want to do for workouts? Like what feels good to me today? It doesn't matter what you did four years ago. Today in this moment, what do I want to be doing? How can I how can I implement that? And who can I implement that with? Mm-hmm. There is, I also am super curious about finding a great dance class. Um, I was a dancer growing up and it's been something that I feel like it's been missing because I... I actually really don't like working out. Working out is kind of the worst to me, but I like being active and I like dancing and I like hiking and walking and I love being active. But if it's like, I'm working out and this is like a thing that I have to do versus a thing that I want to do. So I feel like getting to a dance class and being able to learn some choreography and I don't know, there's something that's just a different vibe to that where I know that that's movement that my body really wants. So that's the other thing beyond just like strength and all of the things that can actually, you know, contribute to wellness. I do think that that's something that like adds another layer of good for me. Your body feels so good when you're moving it and not in a way that's, you know, restricted to a gym or a format, but doing the things that you already know that you enjoy. And so, you know, as we start to wrap this up here, um, what's, what's one thing that you think you could do to help create that consistent morning routine so that you can work out and feel good, you know, starting, starting today or starting this week? Okay. I've been thinking about this because I think that part of my resistance to just getting up and going out in the morning is that I don't love getting like getting ready. Like, Oh, I like to keep my pajamas on and stay cozy. But like, if I could have things sort of ready and all my layers kind of ready to go and just like 
quick throw them on, then it's easy for me to walk out the door. And so I do think that preparing and planning is the first step for me because then it's like, Oh, I don't know where my leggings are. I can't find a pair of socks. I can't, you know, like there's always this like in the dark of the morning, like a little bit of like, I don't want to wake anyone up. And so it's like, okay, I have to have it all ready in, in a place that I can get to it quickly and easily. So planning, preparing. Uh, I, I like to say, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. So I love, I love that you said that. And so putting your clothes out the night before, setting an alarm, finding that, you know, accountability buddy. Those are all great ideas that you just came up with. And these are very um, simple steps that I think can really help you get to that, you know, six month magic that we just talked about at the beginning of this. So um this isn't months and months of hard work, right? These are just simple things that you just take a step back, think about, implement. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think it's figuring out how to make it a habit, a thing that I just do. That's not a question. That's sort of this is how I start my day. This is how I this is how I do it. So yeah, I think <laughs> I'll try. I I do think you're right about being able to find an accountability partner. I I think that I can't imagine I'm the only one who's in need of somebody mm-hmm. who's just like in it, like in it with me and needing that motivation and that partnership. I think Absolutely. everybody can benefit from an accountability partner. And yeah. what you said early on, Kim, is protecting that morning time. So it's about you. You're already waking up before your family. So that's check done. That's the biggest hurdle right there. It's then not letting the work or kids or families to do's that are always going to be there hijack your time. Absolutely. I mean, it is because as soon as somebody else wakes up, that's it. Like I'm, I'm on, like, there is no, there's no more me in the picture. It's all about like all the things. So mm-hmm. yeah, getting, getting that morning and protecting it as mine is going to be important. I think you can do it. Well, thank you, Marnie. I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> you can you can do it. You can. Thank you so much for doing this with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. No, thank you guys. This is great. And I know that you'll be helping so many people because it's sometimes you just have to say things out loud and then it happens. Absolutely. 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 Well, thanks, Kim. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.